Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone and welcome to History Gleaves. I am Tim and welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. We're recording this on uh, Sunday, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So we wanted to have an uplifting uh, story. It's going to make you feel good about Thanksgiving. It is. and you're It's a feel good thankful. story, Tim. You're going to be thankful, Brandy. After... Yeah. Uh, you're going to be thankful that you're not married to this lady. But anyway, before we get into that, let me, remi- let me remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast. We do sometimes use are foul language. Are we? Uh, what, what, Charles? We, we think we're hilarious. <laughs> so if, um, if you're offended by adult language, then we would suggest what, Brandy? Try another fucking podcast. Hit the road, Jack. And, and go fuck yourself. There's some more. Some more. Some more. I miss Ray Colonel, Charles, Timmy. You, I miss Ray Charles. Mixing it up. Of, Colonel, can you give us a little bit of House of the Rising Sun? No. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the Rising Sun. Hey, like that, Brandon. Don't I, I don't like it. I never like when Chuck sings. And God, I know I'm one. That sounds really like about Eric Martin there, Timmy. Yes, it yeah. is about a brothel. It brings a little uh, tear to my eye. It does. <laughs> I do. I mean, you know, I'm sentimental when it comes to brothels. Yes. <laughs> they hold a special place in your groin, Timmy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this. Uh, oh, let me introduce everyone first. I am proud to introduce Brandy. You've been terribly missed, and I'm getting oh. you know I'm getting emails from people saying, "Where the hell is Brandy?" Brandy's they been... love Kelly, but you know they also love you, Brandy. So, um, you doing okay? Well, let me introduce you first. Okay, she is uh, a lady known throughout the land. As Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the Third.
first. How are you, Brandy, if at all? You know, Timmy, I am swimming. I'm just keeping my head above water. So it's it's all just fine. You know, you say that with a lot of tension. You do. Not optimism, but tension. Tension. And I and in these difficult times, devil. I want you to know, you know, people have noticed your absence, and I don't want to violate HIPAA stuff here, but um, I just want you to know that me and Timmy and our listeners, we support you as you make this transition, devil. So you have our full support as you try to transition into a normal functioning human being. Wow. And we know it's going to be difficult, uh, but... You know, if you look to me, look to Timmy for guidance. We're here for you. <laughs> Let us help you help yourself. Well, I mean, first, I really think you first of all, us as role models. Yeah, right. Vision right. yourself kind and gentle mm-hmm. and sweet. And if yeah. you need to visualize that, just think of me and Chuck. Right. Empathy. That well, I don't know if you've gotten that far in your how to become a normal human handbook. But empathy, devil, empathy, we have it, and we can, we model it for you. So just look to us all the time. No, uh, not going to do that. But yeah. thank you for thank you for the offer. How is your Noah? Noah? God damn Noah! Noah's fine. Noah has a girlfriend uh, has a who girlfriend. gives him. Hey. I know, and she, she gives, gives him. him well, she gives him, like, at least once a week, he comes home with a new hair tie on his wrist. Oh. And I'm like, what do you, I'm like, what, why do you have a hair tie? Well, she gave it to me. I mean, he's got, like, a stack of them at this point. I don't understand the significance, probably because I'm not in seventh grade. But, uh, Young love. you know, they, well, they had a dance the other night. He didn't go. He didn't want to go. Because his friend wasn't going to be there and she didn't want to go. So, I mean, it's a whole young love. Lots of Axe body spray. Lots Mm. of hair gel happening here. So, he's... he's How old is he now? How old is he? He's 12. 12? How do you like that? Remember when I walked in carrying him on my hip into your office? Yeah, I do. I do. Now he's 12. That was a long time ago. And he is 12 now. I know you don't want to hear this. But he is coming up on the yep. period where yes, no, he's probably already there, Timmy. Listen, I've already raised a boy. I am familiar with yeah. all of the levels. Those socks will walk themselves to the washer here soon. I don't touch them. I make him load all of his underwear into the washer himself. I Man, kids got made now because you can get porn on uh, the internet. But you know, it I mean, used to be you have, you have to be a when you're 12 years old, you have to walk into the bookstore and shit. I used buy, to have to draw my own buy like porn. Five, five uh, mad magazines, yeah, crack magazines, mm. and then you stick stick one, one playboy in there. You know, I, I think there was a, a pivot point where really there was this thing where, where you could see a fracture in society, Timmy. I had not mm-hmm. seen a penthouse magazine in forever, mm-hmm. and I Saw one. I happened to cross one laying on the side of the road, 
And I picked it up and I opened it up and people were actually doing it in penthouse. They oh, were yeah. Thanks, yeah. Captain Obvious. That's they the made, whole that was the whole no, point of Penthouse. Yeah, no, no, no. Penthouse was just pictures of naked women. Uh, yes. I think he's it, talking oh. like you're talking like actual fornication, they were having right? Oh, it was penetration. In Penthouse, yeah, there was. But I mean, that's when I realized society is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, because I, I just like, and I liked uh, uh, legs. Remember <laughs> legs, the magazine well, legs. Me and no. our, me and our Bundy had one thing in common. To me, is we like biggins, biggins, <laughs> biggins, jugs, jugs. yeah, jugs. Uh, big nuts. That's to me. I like oh the big naturals, God. and even if they were so big and so natural that the, they were hanging down to the thighs, Timmy. Okay. I was like, look at that. I'm glad Brandy Time has taken this weird-ass turn, so <laughs> that's amazing. It was, it's actually the best Brandy Time we've ever had, I think. Yeah, well. I, mean, yeah, I will but, say, when I, when I look at I the mean, statistics. I know that's a low bar, but. When yeah, I look at the statistics for our show, when Brandy time ends, that's when the listenership kind of really drops off. So right now we're in our peak of when people are listening to the show. Yeah. So fuck off. All right. Well, we're glad. So, we're glad you're here, Brandy. That yeah. Thanks. It's good to see you again. Listen, I called off work for this. <laughs> And no fucks I, were given, were they? None. None. Zero fuck. Yeah, I, you know I, don't, yeah, I, I don't. No I responsibility. Don't you have a lot of sorrow in your face. I do not. I did, however, tell him, I'm like, Noah's super sick, and Dave can't really take care of him, so I mean, I gotta stay home. Whatever. No fucks. But do, they know you, do they know you have a pug? Yeah. Some of them do. Not many. They wouldn't. Know, they don't know how to find it, even if. But okay, I just nope, no fucks. If somebody hears this from Target, no fucks. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the winning kind of attitude you need to, keep to have. <laughs> That's the reason I am ill prepared to be in human resources. <laughs> oh, that's a, it for one of the reasons years. you're ill prepared to be a human being. Maybe. So. That may be, but it's it's working well, out for me. So let's do Chuck time so we can I, get through that. I know you won't say it, Brandon. He's going to turn into Snoop Dogg. Let me say it because I know you won't. You, you're hesitant to say it, but let me say it. Fuck Target. How's that? Well, Target can suck my dude. Well, you said that. <laughs> That's a classic one. You said that, Snoop, not me. So. Because the last time I said something like that, I, I know. got fired. I'm, so, I'm still having trauma over it because you said it to me. I, you know, you should be having trauma. That's not even in the top 10 of the worst things I've ever said. Well, to you. and hold on. You, not even the top three. Technically, you, you know, said you it to me. That's what you should have said, Brandy, when they fired you. You should have said, <laughs> you yeah. fired me for this? Do you know... You should have done a George Costanza. I don't understand why you didn't do a George Costanza and say, is that wrong? Is that right. when he was banging the cleaning lady? Is there some policy against yes, that? Sir. Yes, I, I'm looking in the policy. I don't see anything. It was a freedom speech situation. But you know what? Fuck, fuck them. Fuck Target. Fuck it all. Fuck I, I, it all. I think the bigger problem wasn't the... 
that you said it or that you said it to me is that you said it to me as I was in a hallway, uh-uh. but people on the first floor could hear you say it. Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> and so Randy, what... um, obviously, we can't bring Chuck in this conversation, but fuck JFS too. How's that? Oh, God, yeah. And also... They are a noble organization who do nothing but try to help the community. Karma's a fucking whore. That's all I'm saying. A fucking whore. Let me introduce... Yeah, let's do this. You know, these are troubled times, Brandy. There's war in the Ukraine. There's war in the Middle East. Probably be a war here in this country next year when the election comes around. So when Perfect. these are troubled times and people need someone to look look toward through these troubled times. And I would like to and I'm right here. who is an oasis in the desert of despair. Nope. He is a best-selling author. Mm-hmm. And we understand now that uh, he, he plagiarized, book, was plagiarized. It's going to be made into a musical, Broadway musical. A musical, <laughs> a Broadway show, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's going to be in it, Timmy. Oh, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman's packing wood, Jeff man. Daniels. Who? I heard Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is No, guy. you know what? We were, we were talked to, we talked to Jeff, but he's gotten up there in years a little bit, and some of the moves, Jeff is just not. Physically capable of to me. listen. Like we got into admit, chapter fourteen, and he wanted to use the body double, and we just couldn't do it. No, the I only see. people you've been able to get on board for this is Kevin Sorbo. That can off. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you uh, know, he did. Zach did that special James between Wood. the ferns, and I uh, love between the ferns. This is much oh, like between is. the ferns in no, some of no. the chapters. So. Zach Galifianakis is not giving your little play any sort of airtime. You've got Kevin Sorbo. You can have Clint Eastwood and James Woods. That's all you get. <laughs> I hear Scott Bayo might be available. What has happened to James Woods? Scott Bayo is available. You know who else might be available is Ann Coulter. She might be your female lead protagonist. Is it wrong that I've always found her somewhat? Nope. Bangable? It's disgusting. No. Why? It's just bone. No, I, I just won't. So, so my guilty, my guilty kind of one is is Lauren Bobert. I feel like she's kind of like trashy hot for sure. Yeah, but oh, I feel she's, like she's a yeah, petri she's dish of trashy hot, like, but not. I feel hot. like she's a she's a STD stew is what I feel like she would. Be. You know my what, Chuck? One, we're, we're all gonna die guilty, something. My guilty one is uh, pleasure is Mitch McConnell. <laughs> There you go. You know, Thad. I mean, you know, if I was in the guys, Mitch McConnell. You know, what was the episode where we he had. couldn't run away from you. The, uh, you throw somebody in the stocks, stockade in the middle of town. And during the night, people would come up and sodomize them. Remember that one? Wow. <laughs> yeah. what? I don't. But. Hey, yeah. Thad. If you got thrown in the stockade in the middle of the town, occasionally. <laughs> People come up, rip down your drawers. I, mean, I mean, it's just there. But Thad, I was yeah. just thinking, uh, the perfect I mean, place to take Lauren Bobert on a date would be to Chuck's play. 
Oh, without a oh, doubt. Yeah, she has no problems be. with public displays of affection. I mean, probably you're there, play. supporting Chuck. All supporting the lights are on. People, people are right around. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, make sure there's lots and, of kids uh, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. when, the, when the, you know, she's known to, she's known to pleasure a man. At, and at and the she theater. vapes. She vapes. What's not to love about that? I mean, that's oh. classy with a capital K right there. Yeah, it is classy. All right. I don't have a guilty pleasure. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hot Waters, the third affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? If at all. I'm doing wonderful, Timmy. I'm I'm doing wonderful. I uh, was out last. I was out last week, Timmy, and uh, you know I run in kind of celebrity circles here in Cincinnati, and uh, ran into one of my good friends. Uh, we, we was eating at a restaurant, and uh, ran into one of my good friends, Joe Burrow, Timmy. Joe oh, really? Burrow. Yep. Joe Cool. Joe Cool. Was, did he ever? That in no way happened. Or- and we ta- we sat we talk now. Joe's you know Joe is very careful about what he eats. Uh, doesn't drink soda. Doesn't drink you know he's drinking water. And then we was talking about his dad. You know because his dad was a player. And anyway, we got into arm wrestling, Timmy. Uh huh. And Joe said, you know one of one of the things people don't know about me is I was uh, I was a very well known arm wrestler. And I was like, you know, I bet I could beat you, Joe. I bet I could beat you. And I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a chance because I'm left handed, you're right handed. Let's do it right handed. This is two minutes of my life. And me I'm never and Joe back. arm wrestled Timmy. With and it bullshit. took me about five seconds, and I just slammed his arm down on the ground, got up, walked away, the whole bar clapped for me and everything else. And uh, was it a slow clap? I beat him in arm slow clap. Unfortunately, Timmy, Joe Burrow is no longer able to play football this season, um, which may have been due to the fact that I slammed his wrist down on the table, beating him in arm wrestling, Timmy. So that is why we're we're not going to win a game for the rest so, of the year. So you you're, are you're, the, the newest villain in Cincinnati. Yeah, everybody's blaming me. He was the one that was running his old trap. I could beat you in arm wrestling, Colonel, blah, 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 blah. It's not my fault. How's it my fault? I got people in front of my house. I got people yelling at me. Uh, it's, you, it's, you got you got protesters. Uh, yeah, I'm going through a tough time right now, Timmy. Well, going through a tough time. I hope now, uh, now, Colonel. Are you going to do an apology tour? Like, are you going to go on Geraldo and uh, you Rachel know what? And Geraldo. He, he started it. He started. It. You know, Geraldo's uh, real name is Jerry Rivers. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It really is. God. It really is. So he wanted to make himself sound more ethnic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gary you know what I'm going to do? I'm Now that I've got the beard that's pretty much disappeared, I'm getting me a Geraldo mustache. I'm going to grow one of those. See, I don't think you can. I'm thinking we bring back, with me, you, and Thad, we can bring back the Van Dyke. You know what I mean? Well, I was thinking about that. But you know what I was thinking about? Uh, and tell me that you don't find this hot, devil. 
I was thinking about getting a Raleigh Fingers mustache, and this reference might be lost on you, but growing it right above my Johnson. You know, just waxing it up so when people look and they see it, they just see a roly, you know, roly fingers. Colonel, this is what we should do. One side of your one side of your face, the Raleigh fingers curled, you know, the mustache mm -hmm. wax and all that. And on the other one, the, the like the walrus, you know, the walrus. Yeah. Mustache. Yeah. The goose gossip. Yeah, that would look really good. I could be Raleigh Fingers and Goose Gossage all in one. At the same time. Yeah. I think I think you should do that. And then maybe, maybe Tim, you could you could do it where yours is mirrored of his, right? So whatever site he does, the goose gossage. Oh, yeah. oh and... my God, nobody gives shit. You know what? Let's get to the story. Back. You know what's never coming back is the Hitler mustache. Mm. It's just not coming back. Well, I mean, we see what the next election looks like, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chances are it's not might be popular. Back. Let me introduce our producer. Um, he's doing a great job with uh, with the podcast and with the Patreon and with the uh, TikToks and the YouTube. We actually have a YouTube channel now, thanks to him. Mad Thad, the producer. How you doing, Thad? I I'm hanging in there. And and just a quick plug: if you want to find all of those links, go to historydweebs.org, and you can find links to our social media page, our podcast. Oh my God, we have a, we have a website too. We have a website, and and on there is a link to Black Cat and Me, our show sponsor. So yeah. definitely all, click on that decor. for all your home decor. All right. Oh, All right, let's name. talk about this lady. How do I pronounce her name again, Dan? Omema. Omema. Omema Nelson. Uh, after bludgeoning her husband to death on Thanksgiving in 1991, Omema Nelson butchered uh, his body, fried his hands in oil, cooked his head, and mixed his remains with leftover turkey. Anything about that, Brandy? He probably deserved it. That's a that's a. Tell me that's not a crazy turkey call. That, now you know what my problem is. I'm gonna have a turkey in my backyard if they heard that. But I can do a turkey call. Your your talents your talents never end. Yeah. I'm sure when you go outside, there will be turkeys everywhere. But anyway, let's get back to um, Omema. Omema. Omema Nelson was an Egyptian oh. model. Hmm. She was a model from Egypt who immigrated to the United States when she was 18. I wonder if like she was a real model or like she just like on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she was only fans. Didn't Paul Simon write a song about her? Yes. Oh, Mama, you're chopping me up. You're cooking my heart daily. Oh, Mama. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, Be careful our, there. We don't want to get DMCA'd. Well, mm -hmm. you know, when the colonel sings, it's like, you know, and just. It's like caterwauling. Well, I mean, everyone stops and just 
listens. Oh, it's, yeah, it's anyway, like... Omema. She breaking my heart. Stop it. 18. But just a few years later, she would be embroiled in a bizarre and gruesome criminal trial that would lead to comparisons between her and Hannibal Lecter and Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, you know, Hannibal Lecter is a fictional character, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, you don't want you don't want that comparison, do you, Brandy? I mean, probably not. No, wouldn't look good on your resume. Would not. There are worse. The reasons. Yeah. The reasons for these uh, comparisons is Omema had been accused of bludgeoning her husband uh, of only one month to death. So he's married for a month, and then she beat this guy to death. Again, he was probably asking her 85 questions about where shit was in the kitchen when it's right in front of his goddamn face. That shit gets old. I'll I'll tell you what, though. I'm looking up right now, and she is uh, she's quite doable. I might take my chances with her. Well, that was 1991, Colonel. So now she's probably got a penis. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's one of those that's... big uh, Egyptian penises. <laughs> they do they have big Egyptian penises? What the fuck is wrong with the two of you today? I think they do. Get your shit together. I mean, I don't see a lot of Egyptian men in porn movies. Well, you're not watching know. the anyway, white porn. Yeah, I mean... Well, I don't like to watch porn with subtitles because I like to follow the plot. So, of course. The plot's important. Because mm-hmm. the pizza guy has a backstory? <laughs> exactly. I don't like to watch Russian porn. That's why. Those subtitles are hard to hard to follow. Jesus. Yeah, but, you know, Russian porn is a lot more graphic and american porn why do you it's know that nothing compared to the german porn timmy the uh, german you say, say one thing you know we were talking about our friend adolf but not well not our friend but uh you know well known it's not adolf is not a friend to the show i just <laughs> adolf, <laughs> say that um, thank you for clarifying that yeah uh but the germans put out some pretty crazy porn timmy you like German porn? Bad to well, you I just a, say uh, if you were gonna if you were gonna pick by nationality, who puts out the craziest porn? It's got to be the Germans. And I, I gotta say, there's some crazy Japanese porn out there. Yeah, uh, I can't. That, yeah, I can't make. I can't make sense of that shit. That Japanese porn. It's just like, oh my god. It's like there's stuff with tentacles. They listen, do like you know. weird listen. stuff. Wait, yeah, man, here's it, the thing. We were trying to talk about this lady who, you know, dismembered her husband, did these things. Yeah. And you all want to talk about some fucked up foreign porn. We can't just stick with the fucked up story we have. We have to branch off into other fucked up shit. Can we just stay with the fucked up shit that's right fucking here? What 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 doesn't make you sit? What type of nationality porn do you favor, Brandy? You just an what American. You like, you like American what? porn, or well, I'm just 
You know, you know what Canadian my porn, porn is? Watching Canadian you know what porn, my porn is, is very boring, actually. Some guy coming in and cleaning somebody's house. That's my fucking porn. <laughs> somebody coming in and sweeping the goddamn floors. You can do it fully clothed. I don't give a shit. I don't even need to know your name. You want to come in and clean the fucking grout in my bathroom? I'm down. That's my fucking porn. Watching somebody <laughs> clean shit up in my goddamn house. Everybody's I don't care what nationality. I don't give a shit what nationality they are. You know, they to me, speaking of, there are guys that pay women just to watch them clean the house. This was, yeah, and you're that's I don't true. Give a fuck who it, it is with no clothes on? I'm gonna go to care.com and get somebody, and that's my fucking porn. And that's I'm gonna, where I'm gonna get my fucking porn. I'm gonna care.com because they have people that come in and scrub down your fucking house. That's what I'm gonna go with. This I is another. Now. Another crack in society's fabric, tear in society's fabric, Timmy, is uh, not long ago I had a pizza delivered to me. And it was a very attractive woman who delivered the pizza. And she got in and I was a little coquettish, you know, Timmy. And I said, oh, I'm looking through my wallet. And I was like, oh, it appears I have no money for this pizza because I've seen this movie, too. And then. She just handed it to me and said, oh, it was just put on your credit card. Yeah. It just broke my heart, Timmy. I was like, well, That's you fine. know, back in the old days, this could have turned out well for me, you know? No, yeah, she would have. Nope. She would have been over on the, on the dining room table or something. And yeah, she, she was like, That's okay. Christ. Venmo, you know, just here, watch your Venmo. It's Here's the Venmo. It was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I, I can be, you know, this is. A, a surprising trait. You know, you there never... are guys who pay f- for women to fart in jars. And fart, yeah. The... I mean. But it's got to be a mason jar. Minimum effort. Huh? It's got to be a mason jar because the regular jars won't hold, you know, a peanut butter jar or something like that. You can't do it because it doesn't seal up right, but it's got to be a mason well, jar. Well, this lady, was, she was eating beans, you know, she's eating beans to be able to, you know. Right. Put out her product, and uh, she ended up having to go to the hospital. She ate too many. Well, that'll do what? it. What? Ate too just, many beans? Just Google it. I forget her name, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not googling that like. shit. Fuck no. You eat too many beans, you're going to be selling shit in the jar, Timmy. So, and there's uh-huh. not a huge. I mean, there's a sub market for that, but. Uh, well, yeah, I th- I would think if you're going to fart in a fucking mason jar, you want to make sure there's not splatter, I would suppose, if that was a thing. Yeah, you now, want a clean jar. Are we done? I mean, are we done? guys pay extra for that. Mm-hmm. She earns $20,000. A TikToker made 20000 No, I'm sorry. A TikToker made $200,000 farting in jars. That's it, a the, it See was it was Stephanie Motto from 90 Day Fiance was yeah, hospitalized after eating too many beans farts. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Motto sold her jarred flatulence for a thousand thousand dollars a jar. Then what the fuck am I at Target for? <laughs> See, there you go. Devil farts. And you know, I'm, I'm trademarking that. I'm calling trademark devil farts. Devil gas. Both of them. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to go on OnlyFans and do pictures of my feet. 
my feet Ooh, are and cute. You could, you could eat uh, some cabbage and you could go to devil, the devil nuke. <laughs> no. So there's a lot of opportunities out there, Brandon. I'm just So many opportunities for me to not work at Target. I know. All right, I am going to start selling pictures of my feet. Omaima. 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 Who breaking? Oh. The 23-year-old said she, her new groom had sexually assaulted her, and she killed him in self-defense. So, okay, I get that part. We've not gotten into the I story think- yet, so we're going to need you to just <laughs> stay on topic. We're going to move forward. But prosecutors... But prosecutors said the murder was part of a plot to rob her husband, fitting with Nelson's uh, reported history of coming of conning, conning. older men using sex. Hmm. I mean, who would do such a thing? A tw- any 23-year-old. A heinous woman does stuff like that, Timmy. This hey, sounds yeah. like Jody Arias without the cannibalism. <laughs> Arius, oh, that would be my guilty pleasure. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Gross. You know, gross. Want, gross. You I wouldn't be a. I, I wouldn't have her as a babysitter. Or anything. <laughs> well, you know, I would. I think Susan. <laughs> I think Susan Smith is available. <laughs> yeah, I let Logan and the boys. Um, that, the that was like early nineties. So she's got to be looking mm-hmm. pretty rough now. Let's see. Let's see what Jody's up to. All right. Nobody cares what Jody's up to. Read the script. Stick to the script, Tim. All right. Omaima. 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 Born in Egypt. Was born in Egypt in 1968 and grew up in Cairo. As a child, she would claim she was subjected to abuse and female gen- genital mu- mutilation. Genital not- mutilation. Yeah, that's not cool. Genital mutilation. And Very popular on the African continent. Yeah. In 18 <laughs> 1986, well, I don't remember signing a release to be circumcised either, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. <what> <laughs> <laughs> Eight nineteen eighty six, she immigrated to the United States, where she found work as a nanny. Oh, that's great, and a model in California. I'm not buying a model shit. Everyone says they're a model. Yeah. According, according to the Los Angeles Times, Omaima, a beauty with cut glass cheekbones. Well, that's some description. Met yeah. Bill Nelson in 1991 at a bar playing pool. You know, Colonel, she's lean. She had a shirt, short skirt on. She's leaning yeah. over to take a Got shot. Got the boots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going on. That's mm. how they get you, Colonel. It is. It is. It's always that eight ball in the yeah. eight ball in the corner pocket. Of my butt, that's what you know. That's what they say to you, and then you're 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 hooked, Timmy. And you know, yeah. I, I've never really. I can't say I've met a woman to me that I wanted to take home to mama that I met playing mm-hmm. pool. 
See, I mean, this generation's got it easy to me. They just get on the Tinder and the Bumblebee and whatever. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they just swipe right. We had to go out and play pool. We had, you know, bowl. We had to do all kinds of crazy shit to try to meet women. We had to, like, call telephone booths and hope some hot Yeah, hope some random woman answered. (laughs) Yeah, although I will tell you, Timmy. I, yeah. When I was about 19 years old, I, I, I met me a very sensual 65-year-old lady in a telephone booth encounter. So, um, taught me a lot about the world, anyway. Timmy. Wait, anyway. <laughs> how old were you? A lot, a lot about you? living and a little about love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old were you? I was about 19, Timmy. So she's 65. So, yeah, she was. She was 65. And you know, back then when I was 19. 65 was a hard age to me. It's not like it is now. You get to be 65. You know, and it's good. It's a little scary. We're young. We're young, we're young in our 60s, but we are, yeah. yeah. 60 is 60 now is like the new 58 to me. You know 65, she must have been really hung by that point. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was. But you know, she still had the other stuff. We just tucked it out of the way. Yeah. But um well. But that, yeah, that's what we do. We, me and my buddies, would call phone booths downtown Portsmouth and hope a nice-looking woman would or girl would answer. Because everyone came into town on Saturday, right? Because all the people in the country lived in the country. They come town to shop, and uh, it was a thing. Girls would go and hang out on the Esplanade, and there would be phone booths there, and guys would call, and girls would pick up and. And then if I it mean, was a guy, you just say, hey, is, is this Superman? Because I need you over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was, this was Tinder before Tinder was a thing. Yeah. 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 But, you know, you took Te- It was telephone because, Tinder. Tell us. Yeah, but telephone. you didn't know what they looked like. That was the thing. So what you would do, I live about five blocks from the Esplanade. So what you would do is when you'd call, you'd talk to someone, and then your buddy would run to the Esplanade see who you were talking to and then they will come back and gives give her a thumbs up or a thumbs down and if it's a thumbs up you continue to talk to them and get their number and if it's a thumbs down you just hang up so fair enough this you know that was that was my life when i was a teenager all right anyway let's get back to the story uh so uh, her husband Devil, from the time you left to the time you have got back, we have not made one sentence progress on this story. That sucks. But we did get to reminisce about the old days of telephone booths and meeting girls in telephone booths. I, okay. I just, and I was like rushing. <laughs> I'm, I need another cup of coffee. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm rushing. So I didn't miss anything. Perfect. You didn't miss the thing. Well, I think what? you did. I think you missed. You a did. Lot. You missed a lot. I mean, I've. No. I told Timmy did about I the really time I banged it? a sixty-five-year-old lady that I met on the telephone well, booth, and I was only nineteen years old. I don't. I want to. You know what? He said, That's "Come fine. here, pretty boy. Gonna make you a man." It was like Lola. It wasn't Lola. like that, <laughs> but also gross. All right, so, so Bill, don't husband. age shame the lady. No, I'm I'm shaming you. She's oh. dead now. She is dead. I bet she is. Well, she was dead halfway through the act, Timmy, but she consented 
at first, so I had consent to finish. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what wow. do you? What is the? What is the moral obligation there? If you're there is no if they consent engaged, in the know, beginning, in, in Timmy. Activity and and the court and the woman dies. What's well, what's the call there, Brandy? Do you have to stop? I think no. at some point, fairly quickly, you dive into necrophilia. No, you don't. I mean, no, pretty quick. If she's, body temperature if she's if death look, rattled, body temperature has to get below ninety degrees before no, necrophilia. If there's no, if there's a death rattle, then no, she, it's like if, if that's that's the point you need to stop. That's the if, point. It gets weird. If you can't do doggy style death because rattle. rigor set in and you can't bend the joints, that is borderline necrophilia. But if they give their consent going in, thank God, and then no. they kick over, then uh, you have consent to finish. Uh, you, you, I, have I a, you have you have consent, yeah. nay, Timmy, nay, an obligation to finish no. because this person has given their life to complete that act. This person yeah. has given their life to satisfy you so you cannot walk I, away. I, no, I agree. I think if or you're she, dishonoring their memory. Listen, in that act willingly, then you have you're you're free to finish. I well, really think that's you're obligated, Timmy. Okay. Think about it. You dishonor the poor woman who just kicked over, trying to please you. You're gonna yeah. say, you know what? Yes, I will. I will finish for you. No, here's the problem. We're 45 minutes into this shit. But you know, I bet we've not read so. 10 sentences. So let's just, can we move forward? Well, I mean, just, I, I know. Think, but Chuck, I think it, it depends nope. where. I mean, if you're in the act, you're, you're in the act. It, it does oh. not depend. When yeah. you hear a death rattle, oh. your you're good time's finish. over. But you can't pull out and then, you, you know, finish in our mouth or anything. <laughs> well, well, you know, here's the thing, weird thing about that. It's kind of a, I don't, it's an unwritten rule that even if they're dead, you can't get it in the hair, Timmy. Nope. <laughs> yeah, not a rule, not the, a thing. The mortician would be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That might bring right, it back to life, back though. To you know, it's better than CPR. Page one. You get, you get something in their hair and they're going to pop right back to life and say, what is wrong with you? I told you not to get in my hair. <laughs> so her husband Bill used to be a pilot, but in eight, 1984, that was a good year. I was 23 years, 23 years old, and oh I was God. getting killed. And I was in fourth grade. He was he was convicted of smuggling <laughs> marijuana. Oh, here we go. The ganja man. After serving four years in prison. In federal prison, he was released on, uh, on parole and got a job at a mortgage company. Okay. Oh, later, prosecutors later said that before meeting Omema, had allegedly begun using her beauty to get several older men to lavish her with money, pay her rent, and buy her cars. And give the, her good grades on her exams, Timmy. Let it go. She had an economics professor. She, she had no shame, Timmy. Let she it go. got a degree on her good looks. Let it go. After uh, knowing each other for just a few days, um, Bill, who was 56 years old, and 33-year-old Mima uh, were married. Just a few 
few days, known each other a few days. That's, I mean, that's a lesson, Colonel. You need to spend more time getting to know a person because if you marry someone too soon, you may end up being Thanksgiving dead. Yeah, in well, the soup, in the soup, so to speak, Timmy. But this is Bill. Come on, Bill. Get a grip, Bill. Did you really think that she was just with you because you are a, you know, a mortgage broker? Come on, Bill. What the fuck, Bill? Well, well, you know, the man can have hopes and aspirations. He yeah, needs to keep them fucking, you know, to himself because after a couple of days, yes, you and this twenty-three-year-old are meant to be together. Yeah, fucking do that, Bill. Fucking idiot. It's good, you know. I, she, they deserve to be duped. They're fucking stupid. Go ahead. They were quiet. They were real quiet, mysterious people. Claimed the president of Bill's company, Sue Swanson. That's what she said in the New York or uh, Los Angeles Times in 1991. She said Bill and Omema, quote, and all all of a sudden they were. Bill met Omema and quote, and all of a sudden they were married. So yeah, I mean, why wait? You know, if you're in love, go for it. Right. According to the acquaintances, the couple spent their honeymoon visiting Bill's relatives in Texas and Arkansas. But you know who's from Arkansas is Elise. Elise. Yeah. Elise, Elise. is from Arkansas. Arkansas. I yep, did not know is. that. I thought Elise was Elise seemed uh, more of a a metropolitan type woman to me. To me, speaking of uh, shout outs, Brandy, you want to give a shout out to our friend, new friend. So yeah, we want to give a shout out to Anna Kaufman. I appreciate the email that you sent to Tim, directing him that nothing was as good unless I was involved in it. So thank you very much. Speaking for the masses, Anna is. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I told you all one day I'd I, have a did call. Did she say that? What did she say? Well, never no, mind. Said, I, I, I don't want to when She says she loves Brandy. Oh. <laughs> she didn't mention you or me. She said that she loves Brandy. Yeah, that's but what we mean. It was a very nice letter. So thank you, Andy. It was a very nice letter. Well, but you know, it, immediately now, and I don't want to say anything bad about a patient. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you will. I'm immediately questioning her judgment. Uh, you know, there there are certain things that people say to you that are immediate red flags. And one, I love brandy, raises red flags and trumpets for me. It's like, ah! <laughs> I mean, we've been together for a long time. You know, we're all friends here. We can be honest. Let's just put it out. Brandy's a goddamn psycho. So if she's your favorite, I'm going to wonder about you. That's all I'm saying. She's mean. She's mean spirited. She doesn't have, there's very, you would have to do an autopsy on Brandy and you still might not find humanity in there anywhere. So I'm just saying, wow. Am I wrong, Timmy? Do we have to wait till do we have to wait till she's dead to do an autopsy? <laughs> no, but they didn't why? wait till we was dead to do our circumcisions, Timmy. <laughs> but, but why why am I getting this grief when you're the one wondering at what point do you stop banging the 65-year-old in its phone booth? But I'm the one that because, lacks humanity. And you know what? Because we're questioning, we're raising 
we're raising the questions to see uh, to so, make sure that we align our values with society's values. We well, want to become good members of society. And this is exactly. well, Tucker, you just asking the question <laughs> yeah, doesn't just really work for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just okay. asking questions. I'm just asking it's, the questions. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So they've been to Texas. So, so according to acquaintances, the couple spent their honeymoon at Bill's relatives in Texas and Arkansas. But the honeymoon phase didn't last for long. I now, let me say this. Not. Now, now I, I have a real problem with this. And I got to say, I think that, that doing your whole honeymoon visiting relatives is 100% motive for murder. I mean, if that's it what is. you're doing on your honeymoon, you're not taking your new wife to somewhere sunny and beachy or skiing and said, you're going to visit your fucking relatives. Yeah. Okay. You deserve in, in to Arkansas. Kill. In, in Arkansas, Arkansas no Texas. less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, not, not there's anything specifically wrong with Arkansas, but I don't think they have a lot of beaches. I don't think there's a lot of sun there. You know, it's not. They have hot springs. Listen, That's according to Erica, according thing. to Erica Strada, there's lots of land there that can be bought. That's lovely. That's what he tells me on his infomercial. Well, Erica Strada is talking. Yes. I, I know. I've never is, seen that. Yes. The downside, the downside is you're living in Arkansas. Right. But yes, Erica Strada has been hawking land from Arkansas. It's but you amazing. know, they have a they have a new their their new governor has the the smoky eye, right? That sexy smoky eye that she's got yeah. going on. Uh Huckabee Sanders. She is whoo. <laughs> I Colonel, think I th- that I think was a jarred like accident when she was a kid. Is that, that what it was? was? That wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Now, you know, right. I and and I don't want, when you talk about beaches, I'm just going to say Arkansas has a number of very lovely beaches. Um, if it you might- ever go to Lake Alchita up in Mountain Pine, Arkansas, one of the prettiest places you ever see in your life. It's like it's like I Maui. Spent a weekend really, in, I spent a weekend in, in Hot Springs with my cousin who was going there to meet a uh, gangster a woman. Oh, okay. And um, she, his girl, his girlfriend, set me up on a date, and we watched. We spent the weekend in a hotel room watching, like, uh, you know. What are they? The, the giant trucks? Oh yeah, about? monster trucks. Yeah, monster trucks. That was the highlight of the fucking weekend. Monster now, Fed, you go and see weird TV. shit. Have you ever been at the Coliseum when they've done monster trucks? Um, actually, I I actually have. We uh, when we were doing roller derby, they were there the week before uh, a game. It and, will uh, vibrate you down to your anus. When you're watching those things, I mean, I mean, you feel that shit. Your things just goes through you. Yeah. Well, it's not. I'm sure it's better in person than it is on ESPN two. So. Yeah. ESPN eleven. Wasn't a lot going on in Arkansas. I did go to horse races there, though. That was interesting. So, uh, so they were uh, married for a month. Omaima uh, Nelson said once they were married, Bill started showing his violent side, physically and sexually abusing her dur- during their short union. Remember, they were married for one month. 
Yeah. See, imagine that like you'd want to part of him. One month, you're not getting a whole lot of buy-in from the person before you stop pulling that shit on them. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. like, uh, no. Well, right. anyway, she claimed, Amima claimed on Thanksgiving weekend in 1991, Bill sexually assaulted her, which is not cool, in their Costa, uh, Costa Mesa, California apartment. She claimed he tried to rape her and then strangle her. She grabbed a lamp and hit him <clears throat> with it in self-defense before stabbing him with scissors and killing him. Okay, here is here is the point of the story, Timmy, where everything Goes she left. can explain a lot of her actions, Timmy. Well, she said she tried to if sexually I assault, she beat him. At this point, you could you could kind of side with the girl. You know, you could side with the woman. Okay, he was acting a fool. He tried to sexually assault me. He was beating me. I stabbed him with scissors. Okay, he had that coming. Right? Right. Now she the story said, takes a dark the story takes a darker turn here. And it's a little <laughs> hard to justify your behavior after this. Well, well she said get if to I it. didn't she said if I didn't defend nope. this is a quote. If you I didn't gotta do the you gotta life. do it before. Before the paragraph before is the clutch paragraph. It is. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. So after she stabbed him to death, Omeima Nelson then methodically cut up his, her deceased husband, boiling, him, boiling his head and cooking his hands in oil. It was also reported that she castrated him in revenge for the assault. I mean, after he's already dead... Well, he doesn't why, care. No. no. Also... Okay, why would, hold did on. she did she eat his hands because why else would you cook them? And well, this is where first. probably did his nails, I would think. She made his <laughs> fucking hands into a goddamn funnel cake. Did she yeah. eat them? It's not, not that fucking it's not Does a weird ass question. Sugar on them? Or you know, that might have been like more like a pork chop where you throw some applesauce on them. However, I am gonna say here's where we get into this weird double standard. Was it on a stick? That's <laughs> the clutch part. Is that we were just talking about consent and things like that. And people, yeah. some there's a certain little squeamish uh, puritanical group of listeners who are going to think, what sick men are they? No, no, no. You know, and, and that's fine. You're, you're entitled to your opinion. But now they're going to be cheering her on for dismember and castrating him after he was dead. Oh, yeah, All yeah. we're saying when is, when we gently finish making love to the woman, nope. if she's given consent, but she has consent to chop his Johnson off. You know what? Here's the thing. That's not, that's not it. There's no, is there any proof whatsoever that he actually assaulted her? Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, really, she's the only one that knows. Right. So it was a she said, I, she said, she said at that point. Right. She said, if I didn't defend my, my life, I would have been dead. I'm sorry it happened, but I'm glad I lived. I'm sorry I dismembered him. And she said she was one, sorry. And one 
court report, a psychiatrist testified that Omaima told him she had put on red shoes, a red hat, and red lipstick before preparing her husband. So she was getting all dolled up before did she did anybody did any of the three men here get a little tingle in their man parts when you see a, in a red shoe? Red I mean, hat, I, I gotta say lipstick. that does not sound pleasant. Well, I mean, no, throw away the castration and the cooking the guy. I'm just saying, you know, her getting all dressed up like that. I mean, I you know, I, I appreciate her putting some effort into it. You know, so many women she let got you dressed know, up. So Wait many women let she themselves got dressed up go. To cook fair food. She right. got dressed up to cook <laughs> fair food. They, they so many women just, food. After they get married, they let themselves go, but not her. She put on red shoes, a red uh -huh. hat, and lipstick before preparing and you know, if before preparing her husband, now that's that's not good. But if it would have been preparing for her husband, that would have made her a very good wife. Yeah. One word for amazing, yeah, amazing story. But, but that's not what happened. The psychiatrist also testified that Omaima initially told him that she had eaten her husband's ribs, <laughs> but then later she denied it. Omaima <laughs> reportedly said that after preparing Bill Nelson's ribs with barbecue sauce was like eating in a restaurant. It was so sweet. So there you go. I see she didn't really have time to marinate the ribs properly though. I don't, I don't feel like that weekend. Thanks Omaima, for the child. Omaima, who was a who was a a uh, spy by the way. Julia Child. What? Yes, was, she was. Oh, she was with the CIA. Oh, yeah, my she my. was, Timmy. She was a spy. Huh? She yeah. was a spy, Timmy. We're just yeah. going to cut the celery over here. Remember that Saturday Night Live skit where she <laughs> yeah. everybody remembers that? Yeah. Oh, I'm starting oh. to feel pain now. <laughs> oh, I nicked myself. Y'all. The blood was... Wording yeah. everywhere. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, that weekend, uh, Omaima Nelson mixed her husband's remains with leftover Thanksgiving turkey. At a girl. Uh, she she disposed of what she could in the garbage disposal before wrapping the remaining body parts in newspaper and putting them in trash bags. According to her psychiatrist, <clears throat> she mixed his body parts with leftover Thanksgiving turkey and cooked his ribs in barbecue sauce before eating them. So there you go. Now, she never admitted any of that to the top. They're just getting that from her psychiatrist. Is that how I'm reading that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She later denied that she ate him. She, she admitted she killed him and cut him up. She denied that she ate him. But she told her, her psychiatrist that she ate his ribs. But here's that the thing. Seem like How a good psychiatrist. could the psychiatrist say anything? How could he say anything? She already did it. They can't say anything. All they can do is report future crimes. Yeah. So I, why I, is he running his jib-jab Here's the thing. Here? And I well, like I that you know that, devil. appointed psychiatrist. And, you know, they testify. So, mm -hmm. 
I, well, I think, but yeah, that was my understanding because I, I had my, my uh, therapist sign a waiver that they uh, do not disclose on anything that, because, you know, that's the thing about therapy. Here's the thing, Timmy. You go in there and they always tell you, you know, this is a safe place. You can say what's ever on your mind. It's a non-judgmental space. Bullshit. But as soon as you tell them what's really on your mind, security escorts you out of the building. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, not everyone. That's true. But... <laughs> I mean, I think there's an acceptable standard. And then, it, you know, once you get over that line, like, you know, Hey, I banged a 65-year-old woman who happened to die in the middles of the throes of passion. I'm going. Eh, that might be. Right. I'm just saying. It's but he like can't you, report that because she's already dead. You feel like you're bonding. You feel like you're connecting. You feel like, okay, finally I get somebody who understands me. And then you look up, you know, because you just look talking. What You know, you, you got a little bit of shame and you're talking, looking at your shoes and whatever. And you look up and you see the look of horror on the therapist's face. And they just say. Jesus Christ! And then there's a knock on the door. I, and three I don't big think, burly I guys think, escort you to your car. I, I don't think the. Um, I don't think it, uh, it, they have uh, an obligation to report if someone is in danger. So I don't think they can hide a crime. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. So I anyway, guess only people in danger is if she was serving this shit at the next picnic. You know, that would be putting people in danger. I mean, danger. she could at least took it down to, like, the Salvation Army or something. You know what? This is my favorite. I got to say, this is my favorite part of the show, Timmy. Mm -hmm. When Brandy's dial-up connection drops off and she disconnects. <laughs> she must have the worst Wi-Fi in the world. But anyway, well, let, me, let me continue. So uh, after killing him, chopping him up, eating his ribs, allegedly, allegedly eating his ribs, she then drove to her friend's house and showed showed her the trash bag that she had stuffed in the back of Bill's red 1975 Corvette. Oh, we had a sweet ride. Okay. Um, she allegedly offered her friend $75,000. If she would help her dispose of her husband's remain. remain. Now, should you have to pay your friend to help you hide a body? I mean, isn't that what friends are for? Well, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe, but you know, I, I mean, that is know, a lot of money. I, I mean, it is a lot of money. But I don't. That's know, a she, lot of money. She get it? I don't. I don't think she. I I think there's maybe his insurance or something, but. The friend, and, I mean, I, I would have probably done it for the 1975 Corvette, actually. Yep, yep. That's a sweet, I think you said a sweet ride. The friend immediately reported what happened to the police. So apparently she wasn't, it wasn't a very good friend. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, uh, snitches get britches. Authorities, <laughs> authorities sorted through the bag from the car as Nelson looked on quietly because the body was so dismembered police immediately identified the remains. Oh, I'm sorry. They couldn't immediately uh, identify the remains. They also couldn't determine a cause of death 
due to the body's conditions. The police, mm. de- the police detained Omaima for questioning, which lasted all that Sunday night. Meanwhile, Bill was reported missing after he didn't show up for work the following Monday following Thanksgiving holiday. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people take that day off. Swanson, <laughs> Swanson told the police that last time she saw him was just before he left on the Wednesday before the long weekend. Police also searched the Nelson's apartment and found more bags containing body parts. Mm. Uh, Ralph Pawlowski, the Orange County senior deputy district attorney, was at the, the apartment all day. That's a hell of a title, isn't it? What are you? Yeah. I'm the Orange County Senior Deputy District Attorney. So he would the be OCSDDA. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of letters. He said there were suitcases and plastic bags soaked with dark liquid from mm. from body parts in the mm. fryer cooker. There sat Mr. Nelson's hands. And when he opened the refrigerator, there were Mr. Nelson's head with stab wounds. He also said that she had entrails in his Corvette, and she was trying to get an ex-boyfriend to yank out his dentures from the head so she could dump, dump the head in the back bay. Why couldn't she just keep his dentures? I guess because they could identify him. I don't know. But how hard are dentures to take his dentures? Out? He must have had some serious ass polygrip in there. <laughs> I mean, no, you no, know, no, don't you normally just pull dentures out and let them slap across reaching, the table? She's not reaching in his mouth. That's nasty. However, well, however, yeah. much of Mr. Nelson's body was still missing during the uh, uh, the trial, uh, Pulaski described it as about 130 pounds. We're missing, uh, he said, quote, we're missing about 130 pounds of bill. Pulaski said, <laughs> according to That the sounds US like a song. <laughs> yeah. You know where he might have gone? Question mark. Omaima said, no, he was all there, but apparently he wasn't. He was not. Right. In December 1992, the trial of Bill Nelson's murder began. Brandy, you want to take it from here? And it seems like, you know, I don't know. It seems like they had the smoking skillet, Timmy, on her. So, I mean, I don't oh, yeah, know how you'd be her defense attorney. She had his hands in a corn baller. I corn wonder baller, if yeah. they could do a search of her stool. Yes. Yeah. And she could have a colonoscopy. She could co- do the colonoscopy at the same yeah. time if she or sent a like stool in that at little bag. Colon guard All right. You- yeah. All right. I wonder if anybody's ever sent anything into colon guard and said, "Hey, there's human remains in this stuff." I. I wonder if it's if there's a confidentiality thing that you send. You know, if you find. 
bits and pieces of Legos, you know, or whatever. Legos. Well, first of all, if you're sending something into Colaguard, I would hope as an adult person that you are not eating Legos. If See, you are, again, then you deserve what you get. Why are you kink shaming people? I'm not kink shaming shit. I'm just saying Legos I mean, if are somebody not wants digestible. To chew on a Lego, who the am I to judge? Legos. Yeah, There's that's whole, all we do is judge. There is a whole a whole uh, section of Lego porn on Pornhub. Yeah, whole section. Kind of hot to do with that. Kind of hot. Speaking of which. Have you ever run into any furries? Like Have I run it? No, yeah. but that's the thing. It, it's everybody knows thing. that. And we ran into a group. No, that's it. No, we ran into a group of about 20. And I had so many questions. And they have a very uh they have very where distinct... where did you run into a group of 20 furries that were out in the world? West, dressed up that you knew they were furries. Western Bowl. Of Western course. Bowl. You know what? Right, okay, I, I will believe that. Logan, Logan can vouch for me. And I had questions. And you know what? They're just regular people who have a, you know, they like to dress up as whatever. But they have very strict codes. Like, you know, if you're a, if you're a rat, you can't be with a bird. And if you're a... um you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, those kind of things. It's it's really it's more complicated than you would think. There are rules. Okay. There are little society. No, no let, me, let me tell no, you, there's no. a guy in Japan. God damn it! Who goes, who goes by the name Good Boy? Mm-hmm. And he spent more than fifteen thousand dollars on a hyper realistic costume, so he could fulfill his lifelong dream. Of becoming a collie. He lives yeah. as a collie 24-7. So I don't know what you do with that, Brandy, but that is that is commitment to the bit right there. That's what that is. Yeah. So all of this weird shit standing. In December of 1992, the trial for Bill Nelson's murder began. There was no dispute that Omaima had uh, killed him. Still, okay. her attorney, public defender Thomas G. Mooney, said she'd acted in self-defense after her husband attempted to rape her that night. Mooney also said that Nelson had been involved in other abusive relationships and as a result had been long suffering from battered women's syndrome. The condition took a psychological toll on her, ultimately leading to the November 1991 killing. Hmm. Nelson had also told authorities that she was under severe stress because her husband was physically and sexually abusive. She was given a psychological exam, revealing that she suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, my, my you know, my thing I would question there is that they, they, they just got married. They just met each other and got married. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it was pretty quick to, to, for it to go, go, go left. Yeah. Right. The prosecution, on the other hand, said that Nelson had other motives. They <laughs> believe she was plotting to steal from her husband and that she had a long history of using her sexuality to con older men for their money. In January 
1993, Omeyman Nelson was convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced to 28 years to life at Central California Women's Facility at Chowchilla. Omeyman Nelson was first eligible for parole in 2006, but she was denied as she was found to be an unpredictable threat to public safety. I just I always wondered why doesn't it work the other way? Why can't men use their sexuality to get money out of women? Why why is it always? Oh, you can. They you do. Play your cards right. They you know? do. I, the sixty-five yeah, year old lady before she you know she did give consent. Um, she uh, you know, and and we're adjusting for inflation, but <laughs> I think I got like seven dollars from her. Oh wow! So, yeah. I thought maybe she brought. Bought you an eight-track tape or something. Well, that's what it was for. I, that's back when I really wanted the Doors' greatest hits, uh-huh. and uh, I wanted the eight-track. It was like, it was like six thirty-nine or something. She gave me seven dollars to go about it. So, you know, I can't say I'm above that either. You know, remember so you, you we were, used to buy forty-fives, and they were a dollar. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you buy a song on Apple, and it's a dollar five. Really, yeah, that much. It's an amazing story. So this girl, oh, you get two, you got two songs though. You got the you had A side. Yeah, you got the A side and the B side. Yeah, so I guess that counts for some. Okay. You know she what was remarried. the worst thing, Timmy? Fuck was me. when you had a forty-five, and you couldn't find that little thing that you inserted, you know, to keep oh, it yeah. in place. Yeah, because you have the you have the long playing LPs. Yeah, not had the tiny little hole that just went on the pole, and that was not going anywhere. But if you had the 45, you had to have the little adapter. And then you yep. get home, and you got your Bay City Rollers 45, and you really want to just jam out. But you can't find your adapter, so you try to line it up perfectly. But you really can't. You know, you never get it right. I had Sean Shut Cassidy. Up. I had the Sean Cassidy album. Oh, yeah. Of she did. Okay. Hey, hey, Dad, hey, 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 hey. as a connoisseur of round tables, mm. you you're you buy a lot of records, right? We 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 do. We we we've recently got can into the record buy, game. And can you still buy forty fives or is just you can? You know, we actually we we bought a couple last weekend. Yeah, yeah, and oh, they cool. were they were twenty bucks. Do you have cool. this? You know, I I don't. I I think some maybe the the vintage store Northside may have that. I may have to go. Uh, Shout out to Shake It Records in Northside. Okay. Nice. Are we all done? We good now? Continue, Devil. Devil, we're trying to get through a story here. I don't know why you can't get through this. Yeah, could you just please go on? Timmy's got to be pleased. She remarried. She remarried while in prison. This Mm. time to a man in his 70s who Mm. died conveniently before her second bid for parole in 2011. Oh, you know her uh, commissary was, account just bloomed up after that. She yeah. was getting well, yeah. get that. She was getting a full after, size Snickers bars. After a five and a half hour she hearing, was probably she was denied on, uh, once again. Jailbirds.com. <laughs> yeah. It's a dating site. Swear to God. Jailbirds.com. Jailbird. Maybe we can get them as a sponsor. That would be great. <laughs> I'm gonna look into that. We Randy, got... can you please continue? Come on, Devin. So after five and a half hours, she was denied again. The LA Times reported that at her parole hearing, Nelson said she was a changed person who had looked for love in all the wrong places. But oh, now so she, she was said, like, she was like Eddie Rabbit. Yeah. Wookan Pinub. 
She like Gumby. In all the wrong places. Yep. But now, she said, I have a strong desire to help others. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she's a change yeah. woman, Brandy. She's a change woman. She's, okay, well, what are you gonna, good at? Well, I'm good at cooking. Yeah. I wonder if she worked in the kitchen. Know, you know what? Yeah. She she should seriously just go on the road with the carnival. You know, I think she did. I think she got some Jesus up in that bitch. That's what she did. There you go. Nelson also vehemently denied eating her husband. Because mm. that's just a bridge too far. I have a strong... Uh, let's see. I swear to God, I did not eat any part of him, she said. I'm not a monster. I'm sure <laughs> I chopped him up. I cut his dick off. I stabbed him in the head. I put him in my freezer, I, but you I know what? Him. Yeah, I have standards. I you know, there are lines I will not cross, and I did not eat all of him. Well, I mean, I will say, commissioner, you kill someone though, and you need to make the body go away. Isn't that a good way to go about it? Is to chop it up. So that kind of what to chop it up? Hogs. You feed it to hogs. Feed it to hogs. See, there you go. When the uh, parole commissioner asked her what was. What was the point of cooking him? Nelson refused maybe to answer. That's why, maybe that's why Leanne keeps asking me to buy to buy some hogs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, I'd watch and out. Did she, and some good did cook she recently buy? Did she recently buy a stock pot? She did. Or an Instapot. There you go. Instapot now. We don't even Oh, you know what? If she would have had an air fryer back mm. then, she could have oh, done yeah. So anyway, she was denied parole, and she is not eligible for parole again until 2026. Oh, so, you know what I've never understood? Yeah, we do. 2026. So if, if you're I, listening to this episode, tune in in three years. We will do a follow-up. Right. Yeah. I, I thought about this yesterday um, because I was out. I was taking the dogs to the park, and I got across these railroad tracks, and a train stopped me. And I thought, you know, why do all these people go through trouble hide, trying to bury a body and do whatever? Just take the body, lay it on the railroad tracks, uh-huh. and you're going to have nothing but stew after they find them anyway. They're not going to be doing any CSI yeah, things, you know? It's kind of scary how your mind works, Colonel. Mm. Well, Listen, because I don't even want to talk as about a kid, Timmy, you. you're, you're, from, you're from Portsmouth, right? No. You didn't go down and put pennies on the railroad tracks and after the train came. No, we used them. to jump on the trains though and ride them. We used to jump on the train, but did you ever get shot at by the with the safety salt first. gun? Have the uh, engineers shoot at you? We had engineers that would shoot at you with shotguns with rock salt in them. Oh shit. Oh yeah, yeah. They they didn't like for you to no on, but and the because other thing you know, it is, wasn't safe. Well, and the other thing is there's hobos on trains. We like to just hit them with rocks. We used to stand on the trestle and drop things onto the onto the railroad cars. Uh-huh. But then we go. We'd always go down and run. We'd run down when the train was coming, and if we had a penny or a nickel, we put it on the railroad tracks, and then we go run up to the trestle and we take all these, you know, because there's a lot of rocks on around there, and we would drop them not onto the trains themselves, but like the coal booths, the coal trains. We tried to throw the rocks into the car, you know, hmm. that was carrying all the there coal. Was a, there see was if we a could kid in my na- I, there was a kid in my neighborhood who w- was doing what we were doing, jumping on trains, and he slipped, lost his leg. Yeah, 
And you yeah, know it can happen. It's a dangerous sport. They don't want to do that shit. They don't want to deal with your bullshit. No one well, they don't stop. They just keep going. They don't even know. Yeah, well, but you still got to fill out paperwork and shit. If they find body parts you know, on your train, there's paperwork. I'm glad I grew up with video games. I was going to write a script on um, uh, on the um, people who, who kill themselves by sitting in front of the train tracks in New York in the, sub, you know, mm-hmm. the subway. On the subway. Yeah. They have a code. They have a code for it. And the people who, like the engineers and stuff, they mm-hmm. have to go through counseling every time they run over someone. But it happens frequently. I mean, like several times. That's a year. code red for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like a 705. It's a code 705 in New York. If Check it out. Uh, Why the fuck would you just, up. you don't even know. The code for uh, when someone gets ran over by a subway in New York, there's a code. Okay. We'll see what we can find. Okay. Oh my God. Now the other thing, the other thing about trains are hobos, Colonel. Yes, it's Timmy. There, it's the um. There is a diagnosis code, Timmy. That is twenty twenty four ICD dash Tim dash CM. It's assault by pushing or placing victim in front of a subway train. <clears throat> yeah. now, this this is uh, for people who got. This is the code that they yeah used. for people that jumped, yeah, or sit just sit on a railroad track because you can't. Yeah. the subways can't stop on a dime. So, but anyway, we the thing that reminds me of Colonel is Carl Panzeran when he mm-hmm. got on that train with all those hobos, right? And he came. Carl came off a different person. <laughs> Nothing worse, Brandy, than being sexually assaulted by a train car full of hobos. Right. I'm going to take your word for it. Uh, well, because they're dirty, uh, they're, you know. Breaking news. Uh, it um, is a 12 9. 12 9. 12 9. That's the code. Huh? And in 2020, there were recorded 158. 12 nines in New York City. Shoot. Did any survive? Do you know? Let's see here what it says. Well, it says it says death. It says uh oh I'm sorry. No, my apologies. Of those, 58 were fatal. So, Brandy, what's your final thoughts on Omina Nelson? I I would my final thoughts were I don't know that I'm buying. Her story, I do absolutely believe she was traumatized, but I don't know if I'm believing her story that this particular guy did this to her. He could have just been a representation of all the other times, which makes it quite a difference than what she's claiming to be self-defense. I, You know what I think? I think they, they didn't enter in a key piece of evidence into the trial. Hmm. The man drove a Corvette. Now, there's a built-in, a very high douche factor when you're driving around in a Corvette. So I would have said, no, she didn't kill her husband. She killed a guy who drove a Corvette. See, it changes the mind of the jury. It gives them a whole different perspective. 
Yeah, that's stupid. And I would refer to him not by his name. I would say on October 28th, did the Corvette owner, rather than say your husband, I would say did the Corvette driver. And, you know, everybody in the jury would be like, yeah, he was a douchebag. You had to come in. So you're trying to plant that in their minds to say that he, it's, he had it coming. It is, it's psychological. It's a thing that, you know, any good defense attorney would do. You would just refer to him as the Corvette driver. Corvette driver. So nobody does that. And she actually put his entrails in the Corvette. So mm-hmm. that's a thing. Um, it's symbolic you, of, it's, it's symbolic stupid. of your Corvette has no power. It's not what you think it is. So okay. she was it's she dumb. was soiling the Corvette too. Yeah, that's dumb. Chad, what's right, your Timmy. final thought on Omaima Nelson? I I like ribs a lot. Oh, <laughs> I think this may have killed it for me. I really yeah. don't know if I can ever go to the boathouse again. Um, I was never a rib life. man, but never a rib man. Were, no. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank all of our listeners who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs, all one word, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or Colonel. To me, you can just give a wee, wee little tip of the bit. Wow. We like the welcome. Just the tip, we promise. Just give the tip. We would like to wish all of our listeners a very, very happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we hope you don't eat humans. So, yes. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Devil? I'm going to my parents' house. Going to your parents' house. Yep. I, being a man of many travels, will be going to Chicago to meet Warren, Tanner's partner's parents, for the first time. Oh, and my son. Is quite quite concerned about that. He should be, because you're a jackass. <laughs> quite meet quite fuckers. <laughs> right. It's very much meet the fuckers, and and I, I will. I will Greg, can you milk me? Tell Just you meet the fucker. It's all it is. <laughs> my my, <clears throat> my youngest son Brandy works down in the main building at JFS, and he the other day not too long ago ran into michael patton and michael patton the director of jfs said logan you you, i've seen you every day since you've been here you you have never told me you chuck's son i didn't and there's a reason for that logan you know what logan said to Mike? he said you know michael my dad's kind of hit or miss with people (laughs) <laughs> either like my dad or you really don't like my dad so i just want people to kind of look at me as who i am and not as my dad he doesn't want to be associated with you that's amazing. he does not he does not so reputation precedes it quite quite well. my lovely my lovely english wife is going to cook thanksgiving dinner this is she going to make this cornish game hens for everybody nice. timmy no, she's gonna. She's she's cooking, and I think she's gonna have Yorkshire pudding. But oh, no, it's gonna be a, a very American um, Thanksgiving. So I'm looking forward to that. Because she every time good... every time I go into the grocery store, I see I Cornish don't know why she keeps wanting me to buy hogs, but 
<laughs> Just one. You only need one, Timmy. Yeah. Oh, you live in Kentucky. They can't be that hard to find. They're not. <laughs> Dad, what's yeah. uh, what's on? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, we are going to Melissa's extended family who live in. Uh, it's in Kentucky. It's the place right across from Georgetown. I'm trying to think of what that little town is called. It's where uh, uh, George Clooney is from. Marysville. Marysville. That's Marysville. it. Yeah. Yeah. Marysville. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. Maysville. That's right. That's where we're going. Maysville. I've been there. Perfect. Good little town. Good little town. It's a cool little town over there. I yeah. do not like the bridge that gets over there. <clears throat> that takes you over there. I, that bridge is, you mean the, the huge one, the huge bridge. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like it's out of place. in that little ass yes. town. It's, and it's way too high. Why'd they had to build it? I, so I don't high? know. So just, just quickly, if you're unfamiliar going from Ohio into Kentucky and Maysville, the, you're, you're in this little, like almost nothing town. And then this huge bridge, which you feel like you would see in New York city or San Francisco or something just out of nowhere. It's like they got a grant for, it's you like know, the Sunshine Bridge down in Florida, where yeah. it's massive. It's way, way above the water, and then it goes up and comes down. And you're like, "What the hell kind of? You don't yeah. have ships coming through here, right? Exactly. <laughs> there's not, That's there's not cruise vessels going uh, through there. He, he built that bridge. So, Mitch O'Connell. Mitch. But Dad, correct me if I'm wrong. It's only two lanes. It is that's, two lanes. You're right. That's it is. what's so baffling about it yeah. is it's two lanes, one in one direction, only, one in the other. I'm sure but the son of a bitch, they built a 500 feet across uh, over the ground, and I mean, it, it's just it's basically a dressed up wooden bridge. It really is. It really is. That they spent billions of dollars on. And, uh, okay. It's amazing. Out of, out of nowhere. But, All right, uh, let's get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you again real soon. Good day. Before we sign off, we'd like to read the list of our Patreon sponsors. And uh, if you'd like to contribute to the show, you can go to historydweebs.org, find the Patreon link there, and uh, you can donate to the show. So we'd like to thank the following. Uh, Jason Dykes, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Sarah Bloom, Ben Dubrovich. Thank you all for being sponsors of the show. Thank you to Jennifer Sabota, Michelle Johns, Erica Kenny, Laura O'Reilly, Shirley Strap. Thank you each for being uh, contributors to the History Dweebs podcast. Uh, Anon Amus. Uh, I got a chance to meet Anon uh, at the last uh, at the last History Dweebs. Dweebcon, really nice guy. Thank you for being a Patreon sponsor. Todd Long, Amber Anderson, the lovely Jamie Dent, the lovely Clark and Diane Trowbridge, Mary Ann Knight. Uh, thank you to Jess for being a Patreon sponsor. Anna Kaufman, uh, Danielle Townsend, Jennifer Orcutt. Uh, we want to say thanks to the Already Gone podcast. Buffy Sykes. Emily Tarkov, Gina Green, thank you to each of you for being Patreon sponsors to the History Dweebs podcast. Sue Van Hook, Alan Cox, we want to say thank you to the Canadian True Crime podcast. We want to say thanks to the Rants and Reason True Crime podcast. Thank you each for being Patreon subscribers. Liz Lawrence, 
uh, Cheryl LeBlanc Weldon, uh, Justin, Carl Osplund, Guy Savage, Christina Harmeyer, uh, and we want to say as well thank you to Woolhat and Shelley. And of course to our good friend Hiro. We want to thank the person who continues to subscribe to the podcast in his name. Uh, thank you each of our sponsors. Uh, we appreciate your support. My guilty one is uh, pleasure is Mitch McConnell. One of the reasons you're ill-prepared to be a human being. And you all want to talk about some fucked up foreign porn. We can't just stick with the fucked up story we have. We have to branch off into other fucked up shit. Can we just stay with the fucked up shit that's right fucking here? Me and Al Bundy had one thing in common. To me is we like bigots. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.